0: How's it going, wingnuts? Welcome back to the Bad Christian Podcast. We have a good show in store for you today, and I will not delay you any further. I'll just tell you simply that today's show is sponsored by Blue Apron. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free by visiting blueapron.com slash christian. Let's go.
1: Oh, hell yeah, God
0: showed up. I don't give a shit what I put in my body. You don't ever f- talk to me that way. <laughs> so if you've never <laughs> done oral, then you're extroverted. No, girl, it's my flesh. you showed my dad
2: my penis when I was 25 years old.
3: You don't get more honest than that. If drinking too much is wrong, then why do I love it? If having sex all the time is wrong, why do I love it? If eating too many peanut M&Ms is wrong, why do I love it? Joey Spencer tell me why. Because it's only fun for a season you're going to be hating like tomorrow. Inhale! <laughs> You're gonna live in hell forever if you do those things, if you do those things. You're gonna live in hell forever if you do those nasty, nasty things.
0: Bad Christian
3: saving that ass.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm starting to get uncomfortable by your intros, just cause I, I, really, I I'm getting uncomfortable just
2: listening to you. I right just now want our podcast. See. I just want our podcast to be successful.
0: What did I say that was wrong?
2: Oh, just you know I was the- being transparent.
0: It's true, we are about transparency. I think he's got you on that. Yeah, you're
3: you're disgusting
0: <laughs> with your attitude.
3: It's it's just
2: not
0: respectable. You're acting ugly. You don't start off these you're acting ugly.
3: <laughs>
0: I, I've been getting it lately. I've seen a couple of people ask questions and stuff. Where I mean, it's like blurring the boundaries of stuff. Where people say, "But I know that's them, but is that the real them? You know, <laughs> what they goofing around? Just I, I mean, the, I think people have a fundamental question sometimes, like that's them on the podcast as characters but i don't know these what they're like the in real life these are characters
3: we chose to play yeah like, <laughs> right.
0: like we said, a lot of time right I, now. trust me i would not choose <laughs> me
1: to be the
3: character if, that if,
1: to, to, to,
0: if i was going to invent a persona that just could be whatever it was i, I choose this oh god you know? but i mean you know I, I don't know what uh like how i, I guess we need somebody <laughs> else to explain to people that this is this i mean do, this is what I'm like, kind of. Yeah. But not no, I can totally vouch for that or not. I can vouch for that. You know, 90% vouch of the time, if the microphones aren't here, it's real close. Yeah. I, would, I would agree with that.
2: I, you, Well, you made the observation a long time ago that probably if, if we're all pretty close to who we are in real life, but if anyone is the, the most guarded, it would be this guy over here. Me? I think.
0: Yep. Toby's probably the most careful, but he's the most insane. So yes. there's the most liability mm. there, yes. I guess. But I agree. Yeah. There's yeah. a good balance. Uh, Toby, Toby does possess another gear that's not always demonstrated on the podcast, but what you hear on the podcast is I don't know what the fucking shit y'all are talking about. (laughs) That's just. Fuck.
3: (laughs) I need to start thinking about that shit.
0: But it it is a little bit of an out, though, that you you can see where people use it. Like, uh, and it's weird now with the comedians, you know, getting in trouble and all that stuff. People just go. It's like saying, oh, but that's. Just a joke, or that's just me on the podcast. I think people perceive that as saying, Oh, so you can just do whatever you want to and just say, Oh, it was me being entertaining or making Uh, a joke. Right. Yeah. So when were you being serious and when was that a joke or something? Right. I think is the thing people have a hard time with. I think Uh,
3: that makes everything more interesting, though. You should have to sift through stuff and think about it. You know, a sound bite is nothing. It's, it doesn't really describe a person or tell their intent or anything. You have to listen to a whole bunch of stuff, just like you have to read the whole Bible. Yeah, but not just a verse.
2: Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. But if someone drops into the Bad Christian Podcast for episode, Hold on a you
3: said you agree one hundred percent, and then you added a but. Nope, so no, but. Not, so he no, 100%? So no, moving yeah.
0: on. Yeah. All right. Okay. At, at least
3: amend <laughs> your percentage. Yeah. A I agree ninety-eight percentage, percentage then. No, no, no. I'm not joking. Amend your percentage. Okay. I'm
2: really upset right now. If someone listens to all the episodes, I agree 100%. The only point that I was going to make is if someone drops into the Bad Christian Podcast for episode 344. Okay, what was that then, episode? I don't know. Oh, sorry. And then gets a little snapshot that way, then they will come out questioning, whoa, does Toby really like to have sex with... Women outside of his marriage, and he's okay well, with say, that. And the or? answer
0: is yes, right? <laughs> now you have to live with what he just said. No. I mean, I mean, in all honesty, that that's a that's you, if you can't read how to take what Toby just said, then I don't know what to tell you. That's interesting, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Maybe he does. Sure, I don't know, but that's just really an issue of context. Now, I find it a little offensive in the in the sense that I do think that like for instance we play in Emory that's not hard to to deal with like people don't get to know you that good for even though art and lyrics and things are super transparent and supposed to be all that stuff this is a more re- revealing medium and stand up comedy is and comedy maybe the most of all like you have to get super personal show yourself and do it to even be doing the art form right and of course people can't can't possess all the context that your best friend does. Yep. So if, that's what makes it art. I mean, it gets in some weird territory. And again, I, I hesitate to call this podcast art. I always struggle with that. Right. But I do think it's an artistic expression. I do think it's something. But I I can't tell you how pompous I sound when I try I to act like this is art. Right. It just makes me feel stupid. But I think most people take themselves seriously in that
3: way, at least. Yeah, I think it's artistic in the sense of not that what we're creating, the actual content is art, but that we would push limits and allow ourselves yeah, the art this, of this yeah, openness or or joking or whatever it might be like i i you do think there's a level of art in a in a comedian's stand up yeah of course right. i, I mean i, just, I really I'm not do would to claim it seriously myself i like to think myself, of us but... as
2: god's art but it, We're the result of God's paintbrush. <laughs> have
3: you ever said something like that seriously uh, on stage? Like, no. <laughs> at, what's the most? What's the cheesiest thing? Do you have a memory of the cheesiest thing you said during response time? Wish, like, you're like, I everybody did. here could be a light to the world if you let God set you on fire uh, or the, anything like that. The
2: closest thing I can think of is there was a question series a long time ago. So I mean, I was just, I was like a rookie pastor, literally my first year. Rookie? Is that a term?
1: (laughs) I'm just saying (laughs) it was my first
2: year. So The lingo. I love it. (laughs) it. I it. I
1: love that lingo.
2: So basically, there was a series that had to do with questions, and people submitted questions to the central team, and they taught. But then the last, I think, 30 minutes of the last one, the people in the local congregation could submit questions to me, and I went up there, and I just... Like there was one question that tried to attack Christianity, I just zapped it. Like I was like, "Boom, mic drop. What's up? What's up?" You shut the whole thing uh, down for no, God? No, yeah, kind of like yeah. a uh, oh, if Christianity, whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Whoa, whoa. And I was like,
0: "Yeah, okay. What's up?" That's kind of interesting. I'm to Take me. care of that. Tell me how that felt when you did that, and after, from your point of view, then
2: I felt like I was doing a great service, mm-hmm. one for, for God, people.
0: Mm-hmm. Like for I felt
2: God. like people came away from there being like. Well, I like that dude, and he seemed kind of smart, and now I feel built up in my faith because atheism because he destroyed make atheism, sense atheism or whatever atheism,
0: yeah. and and so, but that also must have been a component of you at that time that flagged it or knew something was maybe off about it that you were embarrassed enough Not at about the time, it man. I the oh thinker on apologetic okay, and, but how I'm asking wow. what what is it that made you later like you now you say that almost like you're embarrassed about it just because
2: there there are very, very worthy conversations to have. Going back and forth with, oh, is Christianity true? Like those are worthwhile discussions
0: to have. But not do you shut recognize down. it now as like, man, that was easy to do? It gave me a rush. It made me look great. And it made the people out there feel good. That's right. what happened in the moment, right? right? But you didn't notice at the time that, well, that was too easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like a cheap Do you, you see it now as a cheaper thing to have done. Like of course you can get a big platform by Mike dropping atheists, Matt sure. Walsh crap like that, right? Right. But and that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, where you just get, you just, you can, like, that's the easy thing to do. Sure. And so, and it makes people feel even better and people just, just totally go for it. Seems, yeah. seems like, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: And well, so, I'll, I'll even say the same thing. Like, with Emery, we used to talk about, I used to personally talk about Jesus from stage. Yeah. I'd say a little short thing. And sometimes I would even, I, I felt like God was calling me to even say something. And, you know, I, and then, so at first I would say just a, something all the time, and then eventually I was like, I'm going to wait, and if I hear God say something, and I felt like God was saying something, and I, when I'd get that applause a little bit, I'd be like, I did do, I, yeah. it was right, I God, mean, I, God said to do I've this. got
2: a specific story to tell with that. Our very first show, me and you together, Joe747, you said... I wrote something out that I'm going to read to everyone after the fourth song, and I was like, dude, please don't do that. <laughs> I said, please do not do that. And I read it, and I said, I think it's great. And and we got in a, a little spat about sure. it, because you were just like, screw yeah. you, I'm going to do this. And you did it, and someone came up to you in tears saying, that was unbelievable,
0: I needed to hear that. And you said, see, Joey? Yep. Wow. I mean, it worked. <laughs> and do you think, looking back on whatever it was, if, I don't know if you remember, but was it stupid or wrong? Uh but,
3: yeah, it, it was probably you know self grandizing yeah. and, and you know it was more probably about me than them. Mm-hmm. But but it I'm, was where you
2: were at then. So I I don't want to
0: I don't want to go you. so far as to say nope. He but I want have done people that. to recognize that if they real I mean I've done it. You know yeah. you get up there and you say something. And it feels good. It looks good. You're like oh it's, you know I mean that, that can be yeah. very deceptive when you get in that situation. Sure. I guess is the point. I mean but how are you going to help it when you're on stage? You're making out. how about speaking of being on stage and albums? The new Emery is uh pretty good. Yeah, it, it's it's really something mm, Joey's that has heard it, a, a lot of it stuff like that. And uh, uh, Toby, is this one a Christian album? Like the <laughs> last out record was a Christian record. Yeah, the, the right? last
3: the last record uh, you were never alone was just stories from the Bible. This is definitely, I think most people would consider it a Christian album, but I don't, except for Christians. <laughs> right,
0: <It's not laughs> I gonna really gotta kind of believe space, that. Yeah. Like,
3: I mean, it's definitely. Uh, Kind of some stories and questions, and it is revolving around faith and our relationships with each other and with God for sure. And e- each of the songs is about that like an experience we had with our family or with God and questioning God, or you know, how could God do something like that? And so, yeah, I do believe it is uh, heavily Christian themed, at mm-hmm. the very least, I could say.
0: Or Christian rockers through yeah. and through. Do you, guys, you do?
2: do you guys realize how? unique y'all are <laughs> that A, y'all are still making music and B yeah, It's our seventh full length, it- but I've- you know and B christian screamo you're so. technically still christian that's unreal I no know. and that's unreal it really is like i bet you there's been a lot of people that have stumbled upon a new emory album and like oh my gosh these they guys still, are making music there's no way they're
0: christians a lot of them right. say <laughs> i used to like a band called emory right. yeah. <laughs> there's
3: this christian band named emory i think they fell off the wagon or something
0: <laughs> i've board. met people in real life and they say. I say, I say, they meet me and I say, What do you do? I say, play music. I play, play the band. What's your band's name? Emery. I used to listen to a band called Emory in high school. They'll tell them I say, oh, that's cool. What, what? I, I, I love so much, though,
3: how in the middle we are. Like Nobody can really get a hold of us. It's been our whole career. It, we're too heavy for some, too uh, singing and poppy for others. And like we're still right here. And people, I think sometimes people think, oh, they do that bad Christian thing. They're definitely not Christians. But I mean, we are. And our music is. Our, yeah. our songs are about God and questioning yeah. and challenging and, and talking about our faith and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're right there, and people just can't handle it that we can be all of it. Right? You can be all of it. You can have doubts and uncertainties the same day. In, In fact, if you, like, if you, you want to like, say
2: that I'm not a Christian, I'm going to say... That I believe you're gonna to go to hell for telling me that. No, that's just, my belief. Yeah, I love it. Yep. I love it. If
0: somebody tells me I'm not Christian, I could just say, I just say, cool. And then I go on about my day. In fact, they're <laughs> gonna be
2: the, the only people in hell are the ones matter. that co- go around calling people not Christians. Yeah, that's your that's
0: your view. Right. Yeah. right yeah, those are the only I, people yeah, that are true. going to hell. Do you um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, as a fan, as a fan, I will say that the little bit that I heard, I'm thinking this may become my second favorite album of you guys, the first one being The Question. But I was like, man, could this overtake The Question? It does have kind of a gritty mm-hmm. emo sound, but when I say gritty, I'm it, that sounds like you guys have veered way from y'all's polish, poppy, harmonizing and everything, but there, there is a grittiness element to it. There is, and I agree
0: with you, and that's kind of what we're going for. I would think of it like if this gets pulled off right and people receive it right and we've made the right decisions I think we have... I feel like it's in a way, and I didn't even say this to Toby yet, but I think it's in a way, it's kind of like a follow-up style to I'm only a man. But I think some of the choices we made are even better or more what, some things I wish I'd have known to do then that we're able to do now you, know, well, you just see, see, sunk but... this record <laughs> no I don't think we, so like it's
3: funny we had a question and we didn't we, we, Emory did not have a sophomore slump No, like our second record mm-hmm. but we had a third turd yeah
0: <laughs> third t- no, the, but the, the, which the, I love that turd the, yeah but over time the only a man thing has been a little bit vindicated and, yeah, and yeah, that's I agree. my favorite thing because I, 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 I was fine with just saying okay well I guess we messed up on that one or we didn't do the wrong thing is what I felt at the time and now I get so many comments about how people love that and there's, it was Deeper and it was richer. I agree. And I think we really got into that this time and kind of nailed the production and the way it's supposed to feel and get. And so I think there's just so much in it that, you know, it's just like Pinkerton when, you know, nobody liked it. And now it's the thing that people hold up about Weezer in a way. And so you know that, that's the kind of the territory the way that, at least the way that I think about it but you know my favorite song can't by wait the for way, everybody else to get to hear my it.
2: favorite song is F science in the butt
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's my favorite song so well, I love that one too speaking of science we can move on if you want to Well, let's talk about some science Reva Kick It Astrophysics Chemistry
3: Cellular Biology
2: Mathematics
3: Gravitation Electromagnetism Evolution,
0: and now it's time for science lessons for Christians, because when it comes to science, Christians are stupid. Hey, can I ask you a question? Can't please not be about the theme song of the of I, the science. I am, I am, you had
2: you comment on every time we do a science. Segment. Is is gravitation and gravity synonymous?
0: Because you said gravitation. Why didn't you say gravity? It gravity. sounds it
4: sounds cooler. Gravity. What gravitation?
0: Gravitation is it's just a different part of the same word. Gravi- gravitation is the. That's interesting because they're both nouns. Let's do
2: English instead. Yeah, and that's English. And yeah. I'm not good at English, so <laughs> I'm not going to really get into what parts of speech and shit
0: are. But um,
2: hey, okay. excuse me, can you get off your phone?
3: Yeah, I was looking at something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, no, was about to pull out of an excuse. He was looking, looking at something. something. What is it though? Oh, nothing. Let's just just tell <laughs> us what it is that you're looking at. There's got to be. Good. I was during your job. You always get on the yeah. Joey for his your job. You're in the middle of your job right now, and you're looking at your phone. What is so important that you had to be on your phone right now?
3: I was telling y'all earlier, but I was reading the details on uh, Kevin Love's offer for the cast <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. If
3: we, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm putting this. I'm putting this demon down.
0: Did you just think for a moment that you should be honest or you couldn't actually generate a lie? I,
3: no, it just, my phone flashed and I turned it on and it was on. I started reading because you know, I was looking at it earlier.
0: So. Okay, so I've been getting a bunch of, I did a segment a long time ago about CRISPR, which people were, for some reason, really resonated, really liked that. Yeah. Um. I guess it's just an exciting kind of, thing, I don't know. And uh, lately I've gotten... Just so many people send me articles because there's been a new study out that shows some problems with CRISPR. Wow. Okay, so I thought that'd be I worth an I think I've update. heard some of this. So I'm interested. Is it surprising mm-hmm. to you or pretty expected? Well, I, I, we'll get into it here. What I want to okay. talk about is the Simple way question. that people. Okay. Uh, well, that that's what the segment is about. Okay, so it's not. I can't sum it up in a yes or no. Okay. Um, like many things, things are complicated. All right. This is what I'm usually trying to explain okay. to people Sneety that is a little bit more complicated. Continue, continue Snoopy pants. good or CRISPR's bad? I mean, continue.
2: You know. I didn't say. I it. said, are you surprised? Simple question. It seems like you've been like, no, not really.
3: Moving on. Yeah, man. I think you're getting kind of defensive here. I think Joey had a really good point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so CRISPR, I guess. Do how about this? We'll just do a little test. Do y'all remember what CRISPR is? You, you recount. I've taught it to you before, so y'all go it ahead and rearticulate some, to me what CRISPR it,
2: is. It is some sort of technology that will it like uh, takes
3: the fat out of fried chicken. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it is?
2: No, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to make it sound like I remember because in actuality, I don't. But I do know that it has something to do with in the future things. I mean, people will be able to genetically engineer away from diseases, and Correct. it's like a very is a it, uh, it seems kind of like a simple uh, a
3: tough discovery to have made, but now that it's made, it's like whoa, this is pretty simple. It, is and now the, the sky's the limit. The, the DNA has been completely mapped, and they're able to go in the DNA and change things, right?
0: Yeah, the DNA's been mapped for a while, but they right. found a uh, they found a method that bacteria use to fight viruses, an uh, uh, enzyme called Cas9 that the bacteria use to cut up and immunize as an immune system the DNA from the viruses and then to fight them off later. But the point of the way this bacteria has done this, which has been doing for billions of years yeah. on the planet to do this, um, bacteria and viruses have been in a war. They just try to kill each other. You know, It's like this ultimate battle right. and they both keep evolving new abilities to win yeah. kind of thing and one of the defense strategies that the bacteria have is that they figured out how to essentially edit their own DNA Jeez. with these, you know there's an enzyme called Cas9 particularly wow. that makes cuts and then inserts segments of the invading virus's DNA and Weird. Then they can immunize against it in the just future. happens naturally in, in, on earth right oh, just a, just a ah, that's crazy it. but anyway the, the just recognizing the Cas9 enzyme that yeah. now, oh, they tell oh well, now that we have the genome mapped and we know how to – there's this already naturally occurring thing that we couldn't develop yeah. that can go in there and cut the DNA and make the insertion. But we get to control – like the idea being if we can control the things that do get inserted and where the cuts are get made is all we'll have to do to be able to edit the human genome or okay. any gen- – yeah, yeah. I mean, not human gene, just any, just right. genetics okay. you know, in, in general. So that's basically what it is. So then there's a lot of possibilities. There have been trials. It's been going on. It's been moving along pretty good. Just for clarification so I know in the future, the human genome – what is that? that? Is that our DNA? That's just the, where the positioning and the sequencing of, of all of a, okay. a human genome. Like this right. goes here, the hair color goes here. Makes sense. You know? And they did that in the 90s in the Human Genome Project. So, no. um, so now there is a study that came out that it reads like this. CRISPR gives you cancer. That's what a lot of the articles will say, or something oh, like man. That. That, that. And that's a, I'm over exaggerating that, but they they use the language of basically now um, it's dangerous there's problems with crispr. I mean, you, you know, most people just kind of browse at articles and get the headline kind right. of thing anyway. And the message yeah. being that it could what be I more do. dangerous. There could be some problems here and stuff like that. Right. And so, you know, if you go in there and look at it, that what I wanted to talk about in this segment is less about CRISPR and more about the way people respond to scientific surveys. Scientific studies and the way people write about it and then the way people share it, gets, it can get out of whack pretty quick. Okay. Um, and so it almost seems like, if you didn't know any better, that news and media get more clicks if it's fear-driven. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. For you sure. Yeah. So that's a little bit of what's going on here. So, um, so for instance, we haven't done almost anything with CRISPR yet at all. But there is one, um, there's a certain part of the, in the genome called P53. And it's maybe, uh, it's, it's something that blocks different things and is engaged at different times. And if you cut, it, it, it turns out to block CRISPR in a lot of applications. Yeah. And, and sometimes it can trigger um, uh, some other mechanism that kicks on that turn, that could turn into and has been linked to cause can can't different, forms of cancer. So they hit some hurdle in some organisms at some places and stuff like that. And and it's really simple and that's only with Cas9, which is only one enzyme since they've discovered other enzymes right, that right. do cutting in different ways and it's, yeah. it's a really deep and rich thing that we're only at the tip of the iceberg at anyway. So it's basically a big nothing is the way I look at it. There's another one instead of Cas9 called CPF1 that, you know, and there's other ones that maybe don't have that same thing. Plus, three, a lot... Th- C3PO. Yeah, there's there's C3PO too. 2 Also, a lot of the, the CRISPR stuff is used to simply cut out bad dna and not replace it and that's how you cure for instance sickle cell and uh cystic fibrosis and a lot of other diseases you you can cure just by getting rid of the bad dna not necessarily replacing it and and other stuff so it's not at all it's not really a thing where it's like oh see i mean you know people that are resistant to science and technology love to just say oh see that's not gonna work you can't do that you can't but it's really it's kind of a big nothing and in fact, the authors already admitted that it doesn't mean that CRISPR is bad or dangerous. The authors of the study that people like to write the things about. Gosh, but the headlines not, work. Right. And and so you're like, I don't remember the details. Of course you don't remember the details. Yeah. What do you know about P53? Right. You know, it's like I you're don't not gonna know, know the details, you know just remember cancer, genetic editing, the future, right. scary, bad. That's all you yeah. know. And so that kind of stuff, you know, always bugs it taps me a into bit.
3: your biases already. People don't totally trust scientists, and now right. oh, see they try right. to do this thing, so it's going to heal us. It's actually going to kill us.
0: Well, right. what have they found about
2: having loyalty and royalty inside their DNA? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> either. Couldn't comment
0: it, but I'm going to take a- <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I just found another story been floating around the internet that follows the same pattern. That bothers me a lot. Okay. Um, Joey's you, been known to put the D in the, A. <laughs> <laughs> it actually took me
1: a second. That's
0: good. Did you see the article floating around that people were passing around and making snarky comments about about how LaCroix will hurt your teeth? No yeah oh. <laughs> I mean ha- the enamels yes yeah. I have yeah, the enamels right. enamel, yeah. of course right. yeah, yeah. so the, there's a whole thing about LaCroix you know the same thing a study came out that says LaCroix right. is going to ruin your teeth okay this, this one's a lot easier to understand than the CRISPR one so I thought it would make sense of how to to, to kind of tell the story okay that's all you need to know is the headline and right. avoid LaCroix. You know why? Because it's good. People are liking it, and it's low sugar, and let's see if we can get at it. I don't know yeah. what the motivation for stuff like this all is. All like,
2: those people burn in hell. It's, Go it's ahead. similar
0: to the people that uh, that probably think vaping is bad because we don't know if it could be bad compared to smoking, uh, just, which is obviously right. bad. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying off. we know uh. everything, but... You just want to attack everything and be scared of it and say don't do it. And right. th- this is the whole thing is always driving me crazy. But Lacroix is <laughs> is ruins your teeth. Is the study that goes out? Okay, so first of all, it's they say it's acidic. The acidity of it's still less than soda, less than oranges. Yeah, it, yeah, orange juice. So, so basically, this one, if you go into it, the test that they did was here's how they did the test. They found that there was some, some. Damage for when they took human teeth and soaked them in LaCro- Lacroix for thirty minutes straight, which is not how you drink Lacroix, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't sit it, it on your teeth you for thirty minutes <laughs> at know. a time, right? And even still, they said that it is, it is at worst, it is close to orange juice. So it, you know right. what I mean. But right. the study by itself, with one negative thing, you know, and again, the the authors of the studies are not saying anything crazy. They're doing very basic Studies here, and then people take it. And do it's it. so dumb.
3: And, that, and then people go, "Y'all just stick with my Coke."
0: Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Or it's just something to oppose, or something to be negative about. And then the other one that drove me crazy is, and this this one came from. I did a hand washing segment a long time ago. Yeah, remember that? I, yeah, I do because I, sure I think do. that's really interesting yeah. how hand how washing and soap works. But people don't think that's interesting. All they know is they're scared of germs, right? But there's a there was one I I was talking about hand washing how it works and how effective it is because it's uh, you had to go back. And listen, I won't. Re- I'll try not to recap. I mean, the it, thing about, about the real quick, the thing that. about hand washing. It,
2: when someone farts and you breathe it in, you're actually breathing in mm-hmm. stuff that came out of their butt. True. There's nothing worse than that. So
0: shaking hands with someone's genitals. You know, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> well, that's not what I'm saying, but I agree with you on that. I mean, you now, breathe then poop. That's true. If you smell it then there's molecules in your nose oh, of whatever it is that you're yeah. smelling so you know like i have toby's poop in my lungs yeah you have, you have poop follicles from sme- me
3: in your nose and poop body poop follicles is that what it's called <laughs> 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 poop what is the word i'm looking for molecules molecules in his in his nose hair follicles <laughs> <laughs> yeah molecules in, in your follicles <laughs>
0: That's true. The uh, poop <laughs> follicles.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, man. That's no, all right. That's all right. So on the hand-washing thing, the thing is hot. Hey, hey, we do put the fun in science. I know, know you do. do. I'm having a we good do. time. Yep. The uh, hand-washing thing was I recommend hot water. To rinse off many things. Okay, as hot a, water. As, okay. a, as a method of hand washing. Hot water. But then somebody sends me, it was, in fact, it was Logan. Logan sent me a study that I'm a dumbass because he found a study or an article about a study, of course, he didn't find the study that says that hot water and cold water is the same for hand washing, which I, as soon as he even sent that, I didn't think, oh, I must be wrong. So I was like, there's something goofy about here. Let me go look and see what it is. Of course, that's, they, they didn't find a giant uh, microbial difference in, Killing of bacteria, whether or not the water is hot or cold, but, but, and that, and which was, which is an interesting finding. Like that is interesting and it's worth doing. It was a new study, but obviously the thing that drives me crazy about that is the whole hand washing segment that I did before demonstrates mainly that it's not about killing germs to wash your hands you're just rinsing stuff off you're just moving things it's not, there's nothing magic right. about it in right. fact they say antimicrobial and antibacterial soap is not good it's not bad and it's not much more effective anyway right. so, but,
2: so, but you did make an exception unless you do it for five minutes right? that can remove it all. yeah but there's
0: you're... other downsides and stuff anyway none of that stuff is that important but it's just so practically obvious and I want anybody out there that thinks it doesn't matter if you are washing your hands with hot or cold water <laughs> to go put a bunch of peanut butter on your hands And try to wash it with cold water for a second. Right. And turn the water hot. And you tell me if I mean, what, you know what I mean? And also, the authors of this study concede that more research is needed and this doesn't mean anything. So it's just, just, you know, we're living in a time where it's difficult. Obviously, no, it's not for everybody to listen to or translate or read scientific studies but you have to understand how these things work. I don't think the people that did these scientific studies are bad or weird or trying to do anything right. wrong. You're just collecting this very 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 simple data. But then when take, people take it and run with it, everybody likes to just jump a billion miles ahead with all the conclusions. Dang, and that's you like have long to ways you, that, yeah, I, I can agree. See what what even saying. a million miles is a long way yeah. to jump to the conclusions yeah. that people may Maybe even 100,000 miles is long. I mean,
2: a mile is really it's, long I for Toby. I think a
0: mile is long to jump to a yeah. conclusion. I agree. But, you know, so just slow down when you're analyzing the science to let it do its thing. You know yes. what I mean? And that's really- I, I,
3: the biggest thing you're saying here to me that it brings true for me too. sometimes I can read these things and it immediately feeds into some bias I have. And I go, oh, yeah, that's right. what it, you know, like you're right. Like I need to think about this. Why? First of all, why is somebody who's not a scientist writing about this? And why is the headline look like this? And what is it actually saying? Yes. That is true, man. I'm learning some stuff with this science. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I thought that might be.
2: I thought it might be a neat setup because when are you going to bring in like something about a pastor
3: or prayer or something? Uh, well, Joey, this is why does he need to do that? Just be you man. want him to bring in the spiritual side of science? Just be kind of interesting.
0: Joey did ask me <laughs> from his last uh, the, a while back when he was hanging out with Ben and Devin and Seth and them yeah, on yeah. the boat. Yep. While he was out there, and this, again, is not a joke, he sent me a text that said, could you do a science segment on what are the chances that a tsunami wipes out Charleston? <laughs> ben and I had a long conversation about I it. Said, it was I, so I, interesting. I could look up the number and give it to you. It would be about oh, two seconds. <laughs> right. but I, I, I should have done that to do right now, but the shortest science segment ever. The
3: shortest one ever. <laughs> are you at all worried about that? Oh, gosh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Matt probably has
0: a higher chance of a tsunami than you, right? Huh? I think. Am I wrong about no, that? Well, I think you're wrong because Seattle sits inside the Puget. Sound like it's not. So you're okay. Like it's it's not. But does the West Coast in the,
3: general have more of a chance,
0: or it doesn't matter? The West Coast in general probably has more of a chance. Well, no, well, actually, one of the biggest tsunami risk is to the East Coast, and it's from some islands. Something happens off of Africa, yes, and it yeah. and you have. But once you have like, you have full, a warning on that. Yeah.
3: But I, I thought about that too. Uh, I remember reading that article. Maybe we talked about it. But the Pacific. You would have Coast like an, a day to get out of Charleston, but really? but. Good Everybody's luck. trying to get oh, out of Charleston. Gosh, yeah, yeah, so know. what would you do? I, right. I literally believe first thing I would do I try to if I was in Charleston with you I would try to get to Ben's boat and try to ride up a river. Yeah, Cuz I think that's the fastest way you could get out of town. A lot of people would do that too, but You I, might I have a better may chance. Be a a better route. Route. Maybe you're right. Maybe every, but it just seems like less boats overall. Yeah. And maybe more routes. I don't but know. It, it
2: does seem you can get far enough down the interstate to at least not be washed away.
0: How many well, people, How many does, people
3: no. live in Charleston though? And every no, no, single No, I'm not talking about car, no, but, I'm talking about on
0: foot. No, it's not. Oh, even. I see what you're saying. But let me ask. Let me in the one in Thailand, y'all saw the footage of that thing. It wiped out the bottom first two floors of right. the hotel. It wasn't like it wasn't 600 feet tall. It's right. it's 20 or 30 feet. Like
3: you. But how far does that go? They said a, a big tsunami could make it close to Colombia. That's just unreal. I don't I don't know about that. But let me let me ask you
2: this though. Um, he he's a youngster, but he's a professional. He's got his degree and he's in crisis management. And he said. That behind the scenes in Charleston County, they're saying and they're predicting in twelve years tsunami. That's just to you as complete bullshit. I mean, I don't
0: know. I'm just saying things are more complicated. I don't know. I'm sure whatever they're saying makes sense, but you heard it as a tsunami's coming in twelve uh, years in December. No, I think which is a- surely not what these people are saying. So right. I don't know. The point is, you got to go a lot slower to analyze and. Know- I mean. Anyway, I thought this is all, this is a good example because you can hear how you guys' minds are just, I mean, you these are kind of leaps here, right? Yeah, they're leaps. Like you, 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 you can't help it. You want to leap to a certainty of knowledge about a thing. But I, I don't know what you're talking about with that, but surely it makes sense, but is complicated and something else. There's more to it here, but we tend to want to really, really leap to conclusions and endorse magical thinking and certainties. And this is just the way that we're kind of wired. I thought it'd be a good setup for this book that you read, that I read previously, and that we're going to talk about in a second. But first... Let me take a second and tell you about a sponsor. Now, I hadn't had the privilege of delivering a pitch for Blue Apron to y'all in a while. Toby always gets to do them, but I'm a big fan of Blue Apron, too. I'm... I'll tell you some of the reasons. One of them is because they deliver farm-fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door. Now, fresh ingredients is a big deal. These things come cold. It's fresh meat. It's not been frozen. Things are great, and the recipes are step-by-step. So every time I work on one or help my wife do one or do one by myself, I learn something about cooking. So that's one of the things that I really value about it. They're trying to make your home cooking incredible not just get by and the best thing about it is it's balanced i mean it's just a great balance of meats and vegetables and stuff like that and i customize it pretty often and don't eat things maybe that have the sugar in them but i eat more of the meat or sometimes i just tweak it to be honest and make it make my own thing out of it following their templates which is still great uh the is quick and easy they've got perfectly portioned ingredients they deliver them right to your door you know it's just every time you go to the grocery store you spend about 40 bucks you thought you were going to spend 20 but just found another 20 dollars worth of stuff so you got to consider that instead of running out of the store every night looking for ingredients and not really pulling it off which is what happens to me all too often you can enjoy the and get the experience and the joy of summer with favorite grilling recipes they even do now. They do stuff seasonally. Uh, I mean, it's great. There's awesome stuff. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free, which should be the biggest selling point for you here at blueapron.com slash badchristian. That's blueapron.com slash badchristian to get your first three meals for free. All right, Blue Apron is a better way to cook. All right. Well, the book
2: that you're talking about, Fantasyland. First of all, thank you for recommending mm-hmm. it. What's to the tell
0: them the authors. Now. First of all, this is this is a book that Joey and I both recommend. Yeah, 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 hundred percent.
2: Kurt Anderson. I told Matt the other day that if I would have read this five years ago, I would have either a discarded it altogether and just said this dude's just anti-Christian um, or b I would have been extremely discouraged. And just been like, oh
0: crap. Yeah. Like, do what, you know what do which of those it would have been? because um, you would have had to work hard cognitively to fight all the logic I, and clear th- stuff that it says, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, but I think I would have been like, well, obviously there's exceptions to what this guy's saying. Would you have heard him as like he probably cherry-picked all this information to deceive I don't Christians? Know. That's, that's or a good question. Like I'm not sure. But what this book has done, honestly, is it has opened my eyes to the fact that my Christian world has just been spoon fed to me and it and it hasn't been healthy spoon feed. See, I
0: didn't even really read that as attack on Christianity. That like no, that's not this really guy the way super I read fair. it at all. I read yeah, he it didn't. almost like a history. It's just just no. it's almost now, like a history. He was very cynical
2: and yeah. that and I think that was that was fun and, and even funny very often. But honestly, it's not it, it really isn't about Christianity. No, it's it's, not. It's about America. Right. right. It's And how from the onset of the birth, the birth of America, everyone has always just felt entitled. We can make stuff up. We Mm -hmm. can dream stuff, do stuff. For example, after the gold rush had definitely run its course, as far as there were some people that got really rich, People still flocked out there, even though statistically it was almost no chance. But they kept going just like lottery today. That hasn't ever changed.
0: So it traces all the, it basically says that America is this crazy, last developed place on the planet. And it's the place that the people that went to it were just the craziest, most magical thinking, most optimistic, like figure out, like just, Crazy people attracted to go to the new land and yeah. invent, like what a terrible idea almost that is and risk people their life that thought, and everything for the dream and, yeah. and both sides of the
2: coin. So, for example, nineteen seventies, sex, drugs. Do you know how many people's lives that destroyed because they just felt no? You just do whatever feels good. He would put that in the same category as Christians that say, yeah. "Oh no, just just ask God and He will do it." Yeah, but it starts Wave just that magical. The, it was
0: just even saying that the Puritans and stuff were trying to be more religious and more magical thinking and more crazy than even the previous. The idea being that you you look back. At time you go, people used to have these crazy ideas, but right. then we get more and more current. And we have more science, and we're more rational than we used to be. They used to believe in witchcraft, or they used to believe in, you know, all this 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 stuff. But we're more modern people, and he really makes the argument that no, at least not in America, and it's getting worse. But Toby,
2: this is wow. crazy. There has been Benny Hinn types going hundreds of years back. And that back there's always then, been
3: a personality like that, or something. Well, like, figure. I, well, the, I the can demand heal for it, I could heal Lori's and come to on. me, oh, sort I of thing. See. Like, that's but what we want.
2: But here's what's crazy is that was the equivalent of today's mega churches. Like, back then, people flocked to those because it was the rock and roll show. Right. It was like, we got to see what's going on under this tent. This yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, but, well, you know, just focusing on some interesting stats and in how. A lot of churches are saying, oh my gosh, we've got to bring America back to God, which is a whole different conversation. But basically, we are losing America. People are not believing. And check this out. 80% of Americans say they never doubt the existence of God. Now, in all fairness... Some of those people are referring to an impersonal
0: force. But yeah. let's, 80, let's get a little, a little bit more. Yeah. I just want to make sure we've got the background on this right. I'm trying okay. to think. Is Toby, like, is, you're following where we're at? Yeah, so I'm am. that Americans are the most prone, and a whole nation developed on people that are prone to magical thinking, fantasy, conspiracy theories. Ultra religious. We invented the rapture over right. here. Just like we've gotten even more extreme in the supernatural, uh, everything. Right. You know, over- a- everybody that
3: moved here or mm. willing to take a chance, risk their life, had this yes. belief, hope, something innate inside them that thinks, oh, there could be something better or the, the, their yeah. thought process dreaming. And is our dreamy. American
0: capitalism, I mean, it is that. Yeah. Like, you know, our, yeah. all our American capitalism is these people that are the craziest, most unlikely thing. And we know 999,000 of them just went bankrupt and then the one guy made it. And right. we all go, so you got to try. Right, you can right. start a new business, open a restaurant, yep. mortgage your house. You just do it. You know, and that's it's such a powerful message. And as a DIY right. type person, I mean, golly, that explains us. Like mm-hmm. you're just lucky, maybe, if we're still making it. But mm. all the stuff we've done is stupid. And we still do it. Right. You know, yes. people believe in conspiracy It's in my is DNA for sure. It's just crazy. But anyway. So,
2: yeah. So half of all Americans are absolutely certain God exists as a person with whom they have they have a relationship. 80. Uh, half. Oh, half. Half. And I'm in that half. That's presumably the same half who say they often receive definite answer to a specific prayer request. The half who also are absolutely certain that heaven exists. 70% of people in America are Christian. 70% of those are Protestants. And uh, uh, this quote is just unbelievable. George Marsden, a historian, said, A fundamentalist is an evangelical who is angry about something. I just love how he put that. Last thing I'll read is, Pentecostals are more or less fundamentalist charismatics who insist on speaking in tongues for other charismatics. Tongues are just one way to channel the Holy Spirit. Charismatic Christianity, both the term and the looser doctrines, gave respectable people permission to feast at the whole buffet of magical and miraculous signs and wonders, especially respectable white people. Seven of the 15 largest Protestant denominations are African American and two thirds of black Protestants are Pentecostals or other Charismatics who believe that tongues and faith healing are real. Indeed, the black churches pretty much invented charismatic Christianity before that term existed. But I mean, it's this guy is basically just making a huge point that America is very. Very unique in the whole world with, with all how we approach. Life. Like, believe. think about
0: evangelical fundamentalist Christians causing huge problems in Europe. Right. No, they Uh, don't have it. They never did have it. We made all that. The charismatic movement, the speaking in tongues, all the stuff like, yeah, there's bib I mean, you know, it's just stuff we made up from the Bible to to, so that we could feast in magic. Right. And fantasy and crazy. And we added it here. I
3: I feel like most people hearing this though have immediate pushback. No, trust me, I don't believe you you know the the reason reason I believe the Bible. I believe practically. The reason why I believe is because of practical reasons and I'm a pragmatic person and all of that. I, I think that a lot of people it, maybe even me a little bit goes, well, yeah, I, I understand what he's saying, but this, but it actually does make sense.
2: Well, I, I mean, a perfect my, a perfect response, and, and this is the o- the only thing that I would say, uh, and I wouldn't even call it negative, is this guy is, I would say, justifiably given his lack of exp- uh, experience as, as being a Christian, which right. who knows, maybe no, it's completely that, yeah, fake. But, we had Jonathan Merritt on here a little while ago, and his story and his experience Really did affect me Mm -hmm. in a good way. And I believe it's true. This guy would basically be like, give me a break. Oh, yeah, of course. uh,
0: That's fine. Like he's the facts that he's saying the history is so informative to understand this church of God and the charismatic movement and all the stuff that Christians do. We made it up here, and it's the this the uh, is born out of the Puritans who what does he say about the Puritans? Like they they were they were just these re, re, the craziest wing of the christians right. they were the most fundamentalists that had to do the craziest stuff so much that they were trying to invent magic crazy stuff that they had to leave religious persecution by the whole christian the only christian church that existed and come over here to do this crazy shit right that's why they had to come here right yeah. something like that oh yeah
2: and and he's basically and this is not just christians this is any yeah. faith like muslims yeah. and uh, hindus and all of that he he would say is just
0: craziness the what about the the fact that you know it plays into oh, oh you know the I, craziest I, thing about the book being he he wrote it and did all the research for it and i, I think it even came out before trump even got elected yeah yeah it did I, you can look I at don't the think published so. date I don't well think he so. he wrote it before i don't know what the published date yeah. was but it, it, the whole book was researched and written i think it came out before yeah trump got elected i mean
2: so so here's one thing helpful and again this book would not have maybe it would have eventually been helpful but it would have been really hard to read this book probably 5 years ago maybe a little more than that but one thing that's been extremely helpful with me is opening my eyes to the, the vast bits of knowledge and beliefs that I have adopted as my own, that there's no biblical, even, not, not even a biblical foundation for them, much less any sort of God foundation. It's just people you, you saying stuff. Tithing. I mean, tithing. Are you against tithing now? No, I'm not oh, against oh, tithing. God. I actually think 10% is a great start. It's not biblical, right? Oh, you can point to Malachi, okay. Well, then also point to other stuff in Levitical law and try yeah, to apply right. that nowadays. Tithe, I mean, for for people to actually teach tithing as something that you are asked of God to do is
0: to your really local church. Funny,
2: yeah, it's really funny. Absolutely, it, that, that there's zero backing of it.
0: Yeah, well, what I if, mean,
2: so that's that's just one example of how. Evangelicalism, for the most part, I think they have just believed, nah, I got to do that. God said to. That's yeah. just well, also, part of my we're faith. prone
3: to believe. And then you hear the story of, I mean, for sure, there's been there's a time in my life where I was very poor in college and I still tithed. And then the next week I got a check and I told everybody that story. And yep. then that makes those it's people gonna, and they're gonna in, and in, in yeah, their yeah, brains yeah. and all that stuff that think, oh, when you tithe, it does work. You, wouldn't have, you get back yeah. and all this stuff. I mean, th- there's always a story of something. Which is more
0: influential on on you tithing ten percent when you were poor. Your personal insight from reading the Bible and your prayer life? Right. Or somebody else telling you how when they gave and then they received. Oh, which right. is more impactful right. to you. Like and yep. you know which one your brain responds to more.
3: Yeah. And and how about this? Let me tell you the full story. I tithe I didn't have hardly any money, but I tied ten percent of what I had, which was like maybe fifty dollars. I tied five dollars or ten bucks or something. I think I went even more. I was like, I'll get ten. Twenty
2: percent. You know what I mean? I was
3: like, okay. The next week I got a check in the mail for it was like four or five hundred dollars. Like God had done it tenfold or whatever, you know. But this is what's funny about it. It was just uh, part of my loan check that it overpaid and paid me back, so I'm still paying off that $500 <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. But at the time, I was like... God, you are good. I got five hundred dollars phrase, and now forever. you're paying it back yes, with the, interest. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a loss. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a net loss you received. Yeah, so at overall, that time. I got screwed on the deal. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very funny. How selective that is. And then, it, you know, just just think about what we're dealing with now with like the idea of it getting worse, which is the most terrifying right. look of this book. is like, no. we went through this, we went through this, and, it, and it's almost snowballing. It's like, look at where we're at with flat earth and stuff. Like oh, We're just yeah. wholesale rejecting anything now.
3: Oh, I know.
2: Yeah, and uh, there, is, uh, there is a, and I may misquote, but the, I think there's a correlation between evangelicals and, and people that are conspirators. Yes, the like overlap there, on that
0: Venn diagram of people who are lean toward conspiracy oh, theories who are right. also... Evangelical or fundamentalist is incredibly high. And,
2: and and help me. You guys will probably be able to um, understand this more than me. He he says that people had a hard time separating fiction and fact from like entertainment. Like he said that X Files really did a number on America <laughs> as far as just how people
0: viewed it and then applied that to oh yeah some of this is real. X Files is huge for that now. Yeah, I can see totally see that because it's like well you know like you. Right it, it just makes you go See it's, It just it, I don't know you just, I mean this love. makes
3: total sense We're built on people Who were trying to They thought they were going to come here And find the fountain of youth Or right.
1: gold oh, Unreal gold Or, gold. or everything You know yeah. what I mean
3: Like every All the people that, that yeah. Filled the ships And did everything Were thinking we We're going to go here And get rich And have unbelievable uh, Opulence and everything And it You know And that obviously it's translated to even to where we are today, which is wild when you think about how much technology and stuff. Now this still doesn't make me not believe. Right. No, it's not you know that. What I mean? it's, it's not, not, it's that, not it's that. A, it's this is other it's not whether right. or
0: not it's not that it's just this like there's so much to 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 look at and do. And like if you just look at this he didn't sense this. It just pr- we're prone to religious and supernatural right. and uh, superstitions. UFO beliefs. UFO and all that everything. Stuff. But here's the one that's really not that much in the book that I think's kind of emerged since is You know, it borders into the way we talk about how the people on either the left or the people that have left fundamentalist Christianity adopt some other form of fundamentalism, like that. You know, we can discuss that now if you want to. That's not much in the book, but to me, it's like, oh, you're no longer evangelical, and you're unbelievably fundamentalist in your approach to whatever your social justice thing is, and and, you know, in all in all those activist ways. Yeah,
2: it's like a it's like a huge knock on evangelicals in america is basically very judgmental uh very narrow-minded uh not on non-evidenced methods of how we know how to fix the world i mean unwilling to learn from other people um don't really give like we've we've talked about this all the time once you start asking questions in church uh you got to take a back seat there's none of that oh yeah so there's no out out you know processing out loud and yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot there's, of yeah.
0: There's no room in the left fundamentalist community for processing out loud. Oh different, gosh, you, you can't no, you, do that. Pretty, it could yeah. be career suicide yeah. if you're
2: if you've got a decent career. And, and
0: see, like this, I, I had a guy break it down about cults, and and I was reading a different something else about that. Yeah, it was something from him, but it basically says the way that it works. Cults are a good example. We have a lot of cults too, but um, it's you all you do is take this group of people. Let's say it's a hundred people, and then. It's uh, if they get, once the group gets super crazy in its views, half the people leave. Right. Which half was that? Right. Right. Now, now what's left? So if you can start with a broad enough thing and whittle down, by the time it splits and then the crazy half is the only half that stay. That The unquestioning, no matter what half, is the only half that stays. So outside thought gets even farther away from being possible. Because right. even the pe and, and you look at that with church splits. Like, what'd you say, Toby? The Church of God of prophecy split with the others, you know.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, what, we're, tell me that split. What uh, it is, you know? From what I was told, it was like Church of God of Prophecy and Church of God. And Church of God of Prophecy thought that like Church of God was just getting too liberal and, right. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: <you>
2: know, And <laughs> I mean, so and that's one of the denominations that screwed me up is just regular Church of God. Uh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and, sure as hell glad I didn't go to Church of God uh, of prophecy.
0: <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. So all the denominations are exactly like these like somebody's like, wait a second, it's not actually bad to like wear a bracelet or pants and they're like then they alienate those people and they run off or split and now you're left with the craziest of the crazy Oh, one. well i mean like think think of how insane
2: this is it's gotten to the point where someone let's say from the far left would not even associate by going on their talk show or podcast or they're not even going to go on there so basically they're saying, not only are you bad people, but I'm not going to try to inform you because right. I've got to stay clear right. of you. I mean, if someone, so here I am, I would call myself a Christian, I, if maybe evangelical, I don't think so. But if if an atheist, like a super, super smart atheist, someone that would just rip me in half uh, in a philosophical discussion, asked me to go on his his podcast, yes. Mm-hmm. especially if it was a big podcast, sure. Yeah. I may sound like a dummy, but yeah, I'm going to go on there. Even if I disagree with him, I would go on a podcast where the host was notorious for racism. I, in fact, I think I did that radio show uh, a lot. It was oh, a, yeah, yeah. a, I mean, you remember how the Jesse, what was
0: it? Something. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I, I went on there. No way I'm going to believe anything that guy says, yeah. you know? So it's just like something is wrong when you don't even care enough to express,
0: in a conversation style, mm-hmm. but you'll go off on Twitter. Yeah, but the sick thing about it is, if he's right about the problem, it just sounds like it's not solvable. Right? It's just this way we are. Yeah, you know, it's just you you figure out something stupid, then you do something else stupid. But you're all you're going to do is something stupid. Right? <laughs> it's like it's kind of. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, Steve here.
1: I just want to chime in for a second, if that's okay. Um, are you saying you don't believe in any conspiracy theories? Because some are true. Some are very true. Give me an example. You might not know I'm a huge Don McLean fan. Um, I have some of, uh, you know Don McLean, American American Pie, Pie, the song? uh, Favorite song, Castles in the Air. I have it tattooed on my back. Um, That, I'm tired of Castles in the Air. I've got a dream I want the world to share. Are you getting choked Castle Walls. Just leave me to despair. Have that on my back. But Don McLean's American Pie, that's about uh, an invasion in America. The American
0: it, it, Pie, the song, like, drove, drove my Chevy to the It's a levee. satanic,
1: communistic takeover of America. Uh, <laughs> is that a real conspiracy I'm theory? I'm not bullshitting you guys. I'm seriously. Listen to the lyrics. Let me read this. Bye-bye, Miss America Pie. Bye-bye, America. And then what happens? Let me tell you a couple things. Eight miles high and falling fast. What do you think that is? Nuclear bomb, Joey. That's the nuclear bomb. And what happens, Matt, after the nuclear bomb lands?
0: The levee runs dry.
1: <laughs> to think about.
0: And they play that shit at weddings. I don't
1: know, man. I'm fucked up on weed right now, but I'm serious. I think it's real. Uh, uh,
2: thank you, question mark, question mark.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me here again, guys.
0: You know it. what I like? I fucking love you. Where are you at on the shape of the earth, Steve?
1: I would say um, mostly flat, because that's where I'm at. <laughs> but I'm open it's circular. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, Steve, man. All right.
1: <laughs>
3: well,
0: what, do you, uh, have you guys moved at all? And Steve, no offense, I know you're prone to a lot of the conspiracy theories, but have y'all moved away from any of them? Do y'all think more about them, uh, you know, like? Is there any you like at this point? Uh, I, okay, I was thinking theories? about this. Yes, I was yes. thinking
3: about this the other day. I, it's not talked about, and I feel like everybody's gonna go. Of course, I don't even think this is a conspiracy theory, but I am almost certain that anyone that has over a billion dollars has done some of the worst shit in, <laughs> that you could possibly imagine. Not,
0: you, have, you don't just mean capitalistic. No, no, not, not not
3: even like financial. I'm talking about like something real bad. Like where, I just don't. I think once you have a billion dollars, you don't think you can't think like most people not not all of them maybe or whatever but i think so you, if you have a billion dollars they
0: like, like you're you're pro, you're admitting that you're prone to the pedophile blood oath elite there's some shit, I, like shit like that I, like
3: i don't know if they necessarily believe in like some kind of crazy you know spiritual uh ring of fire and demonic thing. I don't know if they necessarily buy into it but I think they have to even just do those things just to feel something yeah. like they, there's nothing that they can't get a hold of or do so you have to try to go next level which is some kind of spiritual thing just to get a feeling or something I think. and then it, like a a blood sacrifice, whatever that little, I don't know. All <laughs> kinds of crazy shit. I could see some billionaires probably have done some crazy
1: shit.
0: How about you, Joey? I mean, I, any, you're still are you still a 9/11 truther? Um
2: <laughs> now
0: it's definitely You, sheds, are, you were a 9 truther. truther for me yeah. already. But. Yeah, sure.
2: Uh this this sort of stuff definitely does help me see um how conspiracies can just be completely false, but I mean JFK. No, I'm totally sold on conspiracy, and I think most Americans would agree. I mean that that one's just the craziest. And then 9/11, I would say, seemed like a lot of fishy stuff happened.
0: What that means, I don't know. Yeah, Does it but, mean? But that's and a I, huge leap, though, and, to and, say and, that I, I don't. I think there's more to this than I know the answer in a conspiracy. That's the thing that's so crazy is how many theories are there on what it could be with JFK. A lot. There's right. many competing ones, and those people shouldn't have much in common because they one of, some of them think it's aliens, and some of them think it's Cuba. I mean, whatever. So, but but here's something interesting:
2: is I think conspirator conspiracy theory fans have the reputation of really just loving it and getting they into it. They do love. No, but listen. I don't want there to be a nine eleven conspiracy. You think I want to think that our president <laughs> turned a blind eye to planes running into the building? I don't wanna think that. But you I wanna think, think listen, I wanna think that Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama love and care about America. Aren't perfect men, but I wanna believe that they really had an invested interest in seeing our and country you, flourish. And
0: you don't believe that Ronald Reagan and George Bush wanted to see America flourish. I hope they did. <laughs> I, I probably do believe
3: a little bit. Like, there's a so much stuff about the Clintons that I think that they're. I don't know how much of it's true, but some of it has to be true. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, as, I as a power but couple, but that that's one still just way says,
0: different yeah. than than believing something. Like, did like, y'all see? It was really crazy. The like Anthony
3: Bourdain before he died. Like called out Bill Clinton and said a bunch of shit about both of them he's, like before he committed suicide or whatever it was just really crazy like I was just like man but that was his last words no <laughs> yeah but <laughs> no, no it, it wasn't a- last words <laughs> Come on, Joey! That lit you His up. Last, that gave you an old man wheeze laugh. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain's last
1: words. <laughs> he <laughs> he that's what got curtains. you, <laughs> my lord. <It's>
0: <laughs> Good God! <laughs>
4: oh gracious! Goodness. Well, the
0: conspiracy theories are always... Are, are you ever think about mean. what your last words will be? <laughs> like, like, what do you think?
3: I mean, oh shit! I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I mean, ninety percent. It has to be a cuss word, right? <laughs> Mine's gonna be
1: God dang it! I was dang thinking.
3: Another day, I, I, well, okay, I'm slipping. I was thinking another day. I was like, because I was worried I was going to die. You know me, my contract. I was thinking I will probably, if I don't say it out, think it. I'll say it out loud. Uh I knew it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exactly yours
3: for sure. That's going to be That's the yours. last thing I'm going to think I, or I, say. I knew it. That, no, that
1: is exactly your last <laughs> words. I know it is. That's awesome. That's very believable.
0: I Ooh. think I'm prone to the watch this oh yeah yeah. last words I think is a yeah Yo, you or. try something yeah check yeah, us out oh yeah for sure hey y'all check us out
3: <laughs> Joey's will be some screaming or something unreal you'll be in pain no sure. Joey's last
0: words are gonna be a, some expression of excitement for this heaven's oh, entertainment yeah. <laughs> value yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready. Well, I am ready. <laughs> there will be a part of that. I there ain't gonna lie. It, I there's something it. to be said for somebody who when they die, they're gonna be like, here we go. I don't know. I mean, even if there's nothing, that's still... You've got to be. Oh, you win I I come from a family where my
2: uncle at a funeral said, I'm jealous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is this book summed up. Okay, almost.
2: Right. But I'm still in that camp as far as like, I I think eternity is going to be awesome. I really do. Yeah. And I kind of do have in my mind what I kind of think it's going to be like. And I feel like I'm not going to be disappointed. Even if I'm wrong, I'm not going to be disappointed.
0: It's going to be better than all of this. But that always gets weird to me when heaven can get so, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's even biblical precedent for being excited to die. I just
2: don't uh, think... Paul to live as Christ to die is gain.
0: Well,
4: I guess that's I was very...
0: completely wrong with the last thing I said. <laughs> Let me go ahead and admit that. That's a pretty good pull there. But still, I think that I, th- I think the I don't think that was based on the entertainment value of heaven exactly. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Joey, a... what's
3: the top five things in heaven you think you'll do, being being honest? Let me see if I can guess. One, you'll be able to eat anything you want and not gain weight. <laughs> you think that? Yeah, enjoying food, uh, and, I, and un- I think our taste
2: buds
0: will be unlimited. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Like we're probably Unli- used- unlimited
3: sex. Um, Hang on, I'm, if you had I'm, to take a the, guess. I'm just a- go
0: with the food one for a second. I've seen Joey get extreme amounts of enjoyment of food as is. Right. So that's not the hugest one. But, it's <laughs> not, but, yeah, but no, you no, don't but no enjoy. No repercussions for that. <laughs> no way, gang. Yeah. Unlimited sex. Um, probably. But here's the. Yeah. <laughs> Now,
2: I've had a lot of discussions about this with Seacoast pastors. Imagine a place where there is no sin. Therefore, there is no overindulgence. There's no sinful lust. Imagine if you could connect with someone sexually in a perfected state of love and care and complete selflessness and not overdo it. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't think it's out okay. of the question. And this also- person
0: wouldn't be... Priscilla, it would be anybody. Also, who, this, Priscilla this one, and others. This, is, right? this, I, mean, this I this don't know.
2: Okay, I'm just okay. saying. And 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 for those of you that are just like, that's the craziest thing I ever. I love my wife, but I, I no. I, <laughs> I I just don't understand the the Christian narrative. So you're
3: super excited, for Priscilla, just to have sex. Unreal in heaven. <laughs> no, he, he won't be. Her jealous. redeemed. Sex. You won't be jealous. You won't be
2: jealous. Listen, you want her just Listen. having <laughs> sex. The Christian narrative is that God redeems all things mm-hmm. and makes all things new and takes bad out of all things except for sexuality that does not make any sense so that is the starting point of well maybe there's something else too it. it just doesn't make sense that's the only thing taken off the table what would
0: you say then to the celib- the currently christian celibate pedophile Uh, what what is he looking forward to? Well,
2: God will redeem what his sexual pleasures and desires should be. Mm -hmm. And then he'll be able to enjoy it. Pastor Svensson, will there be gay sex in heaven? Um,
3: I don't know. I don't even know if there'll be heterosexual sex in heaven. That's true. All right. Next thing. Uh, You believe this shows your personality too. Uh, You will be able to just basically get to watch like a Netflix of historical things that happened on earth. I think
2: you'll be able to virtually <laughs> experience them.
3: But like, that's just totally what you like. Like you would love to sit in a room and watch historical things as they actually happen. Camera angles and all the stuff of uh, Abraham Lincoln being assassinated to I'm so uh, crazy. You know, I believe the Berlin the uni- wall coming down, yeah. all those things.
2: I'm so crazy. I think the universe is the size that it is for eternity. Cause I believe we'll have all eternity to explore like, we'll be able to just say, I'm disappearing and I'm going to reappear uh, a million light years away to a planet that God's going to put me on and let me experience. Yeah, I think the universe is so big because we will have all eternity. So, to that's
0: your mess around. Okay, so your explanation for why would God create a giant universe if we're the, the significant thing and Jesus well, first of, and all this is because no, it's two for reasons. future use it two, after
2: we die. Two reasons. First of all, it's not giant to God. If God is how big we think he is, then it would make complete sense that he could make a universe that big, not giant to God. And B, yes, I think it's it's something that we'll be able to explore. What size and is
0: the universe to God? Medium? If he created it, it's got to be small. If you said it's and, not big to him, he, what is it to him?
3: Well, there's even an the idea of multi universes. I know. So, but I mean, I'm just saying, knows? Joey said says the universe hundreds.
0: isn't big to God.
3: What's the chances? So what
0: size is it to him?
2: I don't know. What's the chances? (laughs) (laughs) Just regular size?
0: Yeah, 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 grande.
2: (laughs) uh, In in your mind, what is the chance that we have totally botched the scale of size up and that we're in a drop of water in a big ocean um, and there's a bunch of other drops with a bunch of different universes?
0: I'm with you on that.
2: Uh, Seriously, like, what's the chances that we are living under (laughs) a giant's
0: toe? Toenail. I think very low. Okay. I think those chances are low that we live under a giant toenail. (laughs) Is that not safe to say? Just very small chance. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, I mean, I I I would agree. Really small chance that we live under a big
2: toe. I would agree, but I do think that size is relative. Like there could be a being that looks at the universe and is just like it's not that big. I mean, there there may be
0: infinite parallel universes. I don't know. Sure. But the big toe theory is not very widely okay. accepted. Well,
2: Matt Carter, you can go to hell forever. <laughs> yeah. And Toby, I hope you take a dirt nap. Come on. Soon.
3: Why would you say something like that? Just because I don't care about your children. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's get out of here. I'm getting sad. <laughs> All right.
0: This has been fun. So anyway, let's recommend this book this one more been time. Fun. You know, it says it a lot better than anything we're going to say. But the book is called Fantasyland from Kurt Anderson, which we should try to get as a guest. But he may not be up our alley. But... I you know again i think that book is is super good toby should read it um
2: i will wager any amount of money that toby will never no, read this whole book i
0: time. will not take that. i will take that wager because it, it would be really easy for me to give toby just a tiny amount of the unless unless toby unless <laughs> toby benefits from it no. <laughs> but i recommended
3: Deal. The, i'll bet you $100,000 <laughs>
0: no toby did read a whole Audiobook that I did recommend to him. <laughs> he so read a whole audiobook. book? Wow. I don't want I know. to say it. But, so he did read one. So I I I mean, I don't know. I recommend this one to you and you read it. I I can I listen to it to audibly? Him. Yes, you can. Of course That's you can. I will then. So I'll take that bet. Anyway, very good. Can I
2: recommend to you The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren? Oh my God. <laughs> Let me
0: tell you something hilarious Brilliant. about that book. <laughs> this is 100% true. Okay. It relates to this podcast a lot and the kind of stuff we talk about. In 2002, when I was the... Maybe at my peak of being evangelical. Yeah. Christian. 2002 was? Really? 2003, something yeah. like that. When I was at my the, probably the peak of my fervor of trying to be in a system where everything made sense, and there were answers for everything and all that. Right. Um, I was worried badly at, in those days about my parents. Oh yeah, their salvation, oh, wow. and I got my mom a purpose-driven life for Christmas. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome, and I've never read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, right? Yeah. Right. Wow,
2: man. All right. <laughs> I met Rick Warren. I I really do think he's real deal. that's, yeah, that,
0: guy. that's amazing. Okay, so we're going to have that's Taylor. <laughs> Taylor Atkins is the director of the BC Club. He comes on here once in a while. He runs actually I just found out that he died. Yeah, he so, died. so it looks it like the club that told me. Yeah. yeah. So then we're we're done here. Yeah, yeah. we get to get off early. <laughs> No, but Taylor's joining us here. We're going to talk about the BC Club. He likes to come in and give us an update. All right, the ghost of Taylor, talk everybody. About it, so. <laughs> you obviously don't believe me. Well, then, well, I don't know. I, I believe, in, I believe ghosts. in the spirits and <laughs> ghosts, in in ghosts. and You know, I'm sure he can. maybe he can Skype in Ooh. from above. Taylor, can you hear us?
2: What if he did that between <laughs>
4: sentences? Hey, guys, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor,
0: can you hear us? I can. How you doing? Very good. It's good to talk to you again. After seeing last week at the Emory shows, thanks for coming out.
4: Yeah, good hanging. Good hanging out. What you got for us today? Well, um, this probably goes back a few weeks ago, um, but we had a disagreement in the BC Club, which is the uh, well, well, I should say the BC Club Facebook group, uh, which everyone can join when they join the BC Club. But it was an argument over old Earth. Versus new earth. So is the earth billions and billions of years old or is the earth thousands and thousands of years old? And so uh, this was a not not a scientific poll, obviously, but 96% of the BC club uh, said that the earth is billions and billions of years old and only 4% said it was thousands and thousands. And what's interesting is in that 4% is Mr. Science himself, Matt Carter. And I just wanted to say
0: Wow. wow. You're in the thousands
3: that. of years? You're Young
4: Earth?
0: I am in the category there of, uh, I don't know if it's 4% or 4 people, if it was 100 people, but that <laughs> chose in the survey Young Earth, yes. Young what? Earth, wow. You want me to explain it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to take up too much These time These the sorts this of things that I'm ridiculed. Okay. At. Well, I'll try to explain my choice of Young Earth. You're Taylor, where
3: what are you?
4: Uh, I I want to say no young just because I like going against the grain and I like I like the the that I think it's just so much assumed that it's billions and billions. So I yeah. like the thought of well maybe it's not. I, I but I don't know. Well, right.
0: I'll explain explain why I chose <laughs> thousands of years old. Because I was trying to click on the poll results to see who the other three bozos that thought something so stupid could be possibly true. And so I must have accidentally checked that box. And so not only that, I I suspect there may be three other people as dumb as me that made the same error. It could be none is is what I think. I don't think anybody thinks that.
4: When, but i just admitted <laughs> on the podcast that i might think it's so here's the thing a couple episodes ago i got yelled at for uh for not being in the marco polo group so i've kind of been like on bad terms with with the boss and i was trying to suck <laughs> up and i was like oh, i can't go against right. i can't go against matt so just know, go oh, up, the, the, cool.
0: the other three people so, either made the same mistake as me or were just trying to go along with because <laughs> matt did
4: <laughs> <laughs> so uh caught i guess <laughs> I, I, problem uh, solved there we go well, uh, well, let's let's move on to uh, <laughs> a, a couple other opinions that people have had that have not been so scientific, because okay. uh, this has to do with uh, Joey's new uh, grilled Ooh, segment, the grilled, with grilled with Joey's fence grilled oh, with oh, oh. Joey's fans. One of my favorite things. So, so I, I have a couple of opinions that have been put out there. I've had some people, actually, a lot of people, have said that it's 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 really funny. It's one of the best parts of the podcast. Had a couple others that was just like. It's awful, I mean, I like <laughs> uh, but I think the best, the best uh, reference that, or the best uh, opinion that we've gotten, and if you're the one that said this, I'm sorry, I, don't, I forgot who wrote it, but they said it is the Scott's Tots of podcasting and what that, <laughs> anyone knows what that means. I know um, that if way. you're a fan of The Office, um, Scott's Tots is the episode where Michael Scott, spoiler alert um, he pledges to a bunch of elementary school kids in 10 years I'm going to pay for your college education well that 10 year clock came up and he had to go face them it's probably the most uncomfortable episode of The the Office most uncomfortable ever, and so I think what they were referring to is Joey's segment being the Scott's Tots of podcasting. I think they were saying, it's not good, it's not bad, it's just really uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> I love that. I love I love the grilled with Joey Spencer. because, I mean, even like with Aaron from uh, Joshua Fest, it was just so funny, like, just, you're just, almost like you don't even care what he says.
4: <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> well, I, I actually got some pushback from laughing at the demise of a few people i think on a boat that were victims of flying lava in the air from a volcano and <laughs> what? what people what people
0: well, what was people that on, need, i've never heard of was that. that on the news segment i forgot what that
2: was no it was, was based that? it was on a the, it was on a grilled scott, scott mellinger brought mellinger, it yeah. up and oh, I and, that's I, that's laughed right. and yeah. I said yeah. they died yeah. and what people i guess need to keep in mind is i am a adopting i'm adapting to a different character even though it is joey svensson and it's not like you know toby does some characters and we name them differently i'm still you guys know i don't think it's funny that people were burned and killed by lava like i am in a character an asshole character, sarcastic, someone that doesn't respect people, pay attention to people, and you know is willing to say or, or do anything. Do you you do you? How do you feel about being misunderstood about your art? Um, I guess in this. Uh, there would be some <laughs> examples
3: which I would be bothered, and this isn't one of
0: them. No, no, but it's, I mean, it's, this is your art.
3: Man. Anybody that knows you're doing a bit and would criticize it because of flying lava, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know that person. <laughs> I, I can't know them. Can't they can't know, them. know me. We will not be able to sit in the same room and be even friends. It just. It, I mean, come on. But I'll I'll give you some interesting
2: behind the scenes. I was talking to Derek Miner about doing one of these, and I was giving him some of the questions that I was planning on asking. And he is... He loves us and he is very protective of us. And he advised me not to ask some of those questions.
4: <laughs> he is I would a like good
3: to friend. See that question list he is there. a great friend, I believe, to you. He did you a solid I, yeah, I would even maybe run by most thoughts yeah. you had by Derek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's, the, he's a solid friend. He's
3: going to shoot you straight for sure. <laughs>
0: All right, so Taylor, tell us about the BC Club. How's it going? Is it doing? Is it growing? People want to be there. You got to. We give it a pitch all the time about why people should join. But from your words, why should people join? And tell them about it's,
4: it. I mean, the, the coolest thing that I've seen, and I think we mention this every episode, so I don't want to dwell on it too much. But community is unlike any other, and every church in America says that. And so I don't. I don't know how to really express that other than the way friendships have been formed. Um, the types of friendships that have been formed, the different political, spiritual, cultural, economic, I mean, everything, backgrounds of people kind of coming together. It, it's it's neat. And I'll be honest, I have friends that I've grown up with my whole life. I'm living in Texas. So they're They're all back in Virginia. Not a lot of people that <laughs> on a whim, I'm just going to drive or fly out to Virginia to see folks. But I feel like it's just happening all the time in the club. And It is kind of neat when you feel like maybe at your church, you're the only person that is questioning things or you're the only person that has doubts about things or you're the only person that's interested in topics that are not being addressed in your church. And that's what's kind of neat about the BC Club community is all these people are kind of coming together. And it's not like-minded. It's not Mm -mm. all the same political background. It's not all the same uh, faith background, but it is all people that I think have a desire to learn More or think that there's more to their faith or their life than just kind of what we see on a Sunday morning and Mm -hmm. things that aren't uh, being talked about and discussed in in the circles of our church and stuff like that. So anyway, it's a really cool community. I've seen just a ton of stuff, and I would love to get more people, invite people in. Um, And also, when you sign up and you support Bad Christian, it just allows us to continue doing everything that we're doing. Um, There's a lot more that I think we'd like to do in the future and we hope to do. Um, you know, this year we saw BC Con, uh, we're seeing you guys are able to travel more and do Mm -hmm. more podcasting in person, which I think you guys have said is a big difference in allowing to do these episodes. So that's a big thanks to the BC club and allowing us to do that.
2: Yeah. It, it allows for us to, and I would say we already are at mainly or almost exclusively because of Toby and Matt and how they are we already do take chances but I think that BC club allows us to take chances that honestly we just couldn't take as far as doing stuff and so I'd love to see the door open for us to be able to do more and more
1: things.
0: Yeah. And what you said a second ago made sense to me in a way that I hadn't thought of it before. But what is it that connects all these people? Because they're just different. Everybody's so different. And what would they have in common? And the only thing that I can really think is obviously people that would listen to the show has nothing to do with even the content, but the attitude of maybe not taking stuff so seriously and being, you know, nobody's going to get too bent out of shape about most stuff. And it's already, you know, it's a safe place to be Crazy or or make jokes or whatever it is, it's, and that's for those certain people that know that they belong there, and that's all it is that, that that connects it. That there's a filter there that you kind of a bucket that you can belong in and feel like these are the people that are chill the same way that I am. Yeah, and that's not to take away from other groups. So I think about it; it's not just spiritual stuff. Like I was thinking, you made me think of the evangelical group, which is a group of people, and they're a more serious tone. They're people that like to question, and I think that's a really good group for a lot of stuff and a lot of people too. But they, but they're. For for instance is a, is a more calm or like obnoxious stuff doesn't fly there and it kind of can a little bit more if that's your flavor here and that you know i think that that kind of stuff is is good for everybody to be able to find the right groups that, that you belong in so if you belong in this one come and join us go to thebcclub.com
2: and taylor you're such a nice guy with such a nice voice and everything can you just to amuse me say something really filthy and mean to toby right now
4: <laughs> that, you can't do it, folks. A, he, no, Taylor looks a, straight a, up to heaven. A, he, is a, he is an effing craphead that <laughs> I don't give a darn about, and I hope he knows it. Oh
3: shit! Man, you I've never, just got ripped apart. I've never felt more hurt. <laughs> Good gosh! It felt—I mean, even it felt like you meant that. Taylor dug deep <laughs> for that one. <laughs> All right, Taylor, we appreciate it, man. Thanks again for coming on, and we'll see you and talk to you again soon.
4: All right, guys
0: appreciate it okay so we're wrapping up Emory stuff now we might have a show left in Atlanta if you have still t- time to get out to it you guys got anything else before we get out of here
2: uh, uh, I've got a great podcast called Pastor With No Answers for people to check out it's what's just
0: what's the web phenomenal. address for it com. brilliant Toby so, how about you anything else you want uh, people to know tell them
3: about I, your book man Uh, song rescue oh that's That's... true yeah we do have a book coming out Uh, I guess it might be out (laughs) I gotta talk to Devin about that our podcast song rescue Devin and I wrote a book about uh, being artistic with your music and what it takes to actually really write a song and do all that but more than that I just wanted to say if if whoever's listening out there if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior um, I'd just like to give you Joey's phone number here Mm -hmm. Um, you can call him wait is God telling you to do this is God telling you to do God this? God told me. Okay. Yeah. Shoot, man. Okay, if you don't mind, God told me to give people your phone number so they can receive his love. So it's 843 it's, uh, 819